Hello, I'm Hannah Jenna. And I'm Rachel Johnson, and welcome to Before and After, a body image podcast. We are here to discuss our ideas, perceptions, and beliefs about how we look and how we see others. We'll be looking at research and trends in the world of fitness and nutrition, as well as looking at our own biases related to body image and busting some persistent myths that abound in advertising and on social media. We hope to reach and captivate audiences of all ages and gender. So please help us out by subscribing and sharing. And if you like what you hear, we would very much appreciate you leaving us a review. Happy listening. Hello, listeners. This is an exciting day because this is episode 10. 10. And 10. And that, according to some Google research, and I'm actually happy. <laughs> Hannah's doing more Google research, y'all. Well, it's, uh, it's been very exciting. I, I heard this on another podcast I was listening to about like podcast statistics. And I was like, ooh, we need to look into this. Um, when, <laughs> when do we become legit? So um, there are 2 million podcast titles. Well, yeah, I guess. On iTunes alone. And... And so I was thinking when I heard that, I was like, God, how do you ever stand out from the crowd with two million yeah, titles? Yeah, that's a lot of podcasts. And I'm sure too. there are many that are covering the kind of topics that we want to talk about. But when you look at it more closely, and I forgot to write down where this research came from, <laughs> but it was on we can Google. Bet it was so it's, Wikipedia equivalent. It's I don't know. Gotta be <laughs> legit. Anyway, so 26% of those two million podcasts only have one episode. Okay. Uh, 44% of them have four episodes or less. So if you took it that to be like a quote unquote real podcast, if that, if you had to have four episodes at least, then it would reduce those titles that, sh- that showed on iTunes to 880,000. Still a lot. Still a big pack. Still a big pack, but better. If you get to 10 episodes... And you qualify 10 episodes as a real podcast. And I'm taking this one because this is episode 10. <laughs> episode so 10. So this is We've a cause for celebration because now we're a real podcast. <laughs> then we're amongst 720,000 titles. Okay. I mean, that's... I didn't go any further with my research because I got excited <laughs> by the fact that episode 10 meant you're a real podcast. We're real. We're real. It's like Pinocchio. <laughs> We've, we've become a real podcast today. Yay! <laughs> um, so anyway, that's exciting. Um, so before we get into this week's topic, and the title of this episode is Recognition, and we will get to that. Also feels um, appropriate for a 10 anniversary podcast Right? Title. This is the part where we break into the mainstream and get one million yes. listeners. And we will get recognized. We'll get what, all of our sponsors that Move we over, want. Joe Rogan. Free wine, free coffee, free leggings. That's what we want. <laughs> wine, coffee, and leggings are quite easy to please. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're very, we're simple podcasters. I want to throw in some booty shorts in there too. Oh yeah, sorry. It doesn't have to be all leggings. You should wear the damn shorts. I should wear the damn shorts. And it's I know, coming up I on know. summertime. I'm it wearing is. the damn shorts You right are now. wearing the damn shorts right now. I had a moment of like, oof, not ready yet. Especially because I don't have a tan. And you know, if you yeah. can't tone it, tan it. But Absolutely. <laughs> I did just order a new, well, not a new pair, new to me pair of Fleos, this like old version that has disco balls all over them. Off, shorts? Off somebody on Facebook. Yeah. Shorts. Oh. I don't know if I'll wear are them. Are they used? So these, these ones out? are not, but like, there's like a whole, I mean, it's not really a black market because it's on Facebook and quite, you know, out there and legit, but like the resale of Fleo shorts is one of oh, the most weirdly fascinating things in like the workout world wear world i always find it fascinating when people pay even more oh god for yeah. Them. yeah there is there's upselling like there's this one that i don't know why it was so popular it's called like pixel and it's literally just like a whole bunch of little squares like pixels oh, yeah, of yeah, color. Yeah, I know those. just saw someone post on the facebook the other day 135 dollars for, for shorts. a u- used pair of fleo shorts Ooh. and uh and all the comments were like oh my god i already own this but that's a great price it's these, not these for the for folks who don't know these retail for forty two ninety five so like forty three dollars for booty shorts, um, they're comfy but they're I don't I don't know what is so I mean they're not gonna change your life yeah I mean you might but, be like woo in the mirror but, but people online like they 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 treat them like they changed their that, life that's yeah. that's insane, um, <laughs> well you know if you have if you have that money to yep. spend and that makes you happy and that then makes you, you happy. do you exactly exactly right <laughs> um so having just mentioned the whole tone it if you can't tone it tan it i actually had a comment this week 
um, about being toned. Oh god! And unfortunately, I was like very sick in the moment, so I couldn't like react in a way that I I would want to. But like I had to go to urgent care on Friday because I had a severe migraine and I needed like the migraine cocktail injection and whatever oh, else they yeah, gave me. Okay, wow. And so it got to the point of injection. I'm kind of feeling that bad that I'm sort of sliding down my chair and hoping that death will happen <laughs> imminently because I can't take it anymore. Oh dear. And, and then you're faced with a toning comment. Then, so I pull my sli- I pull my arm out of my hoodie and like the nurse's assistant who's about to inject me kind of stops in her tracks. She goes, relax. I'm like, I am relaxed. She goes, oh, well, you're very toned. <laughs> And I was like, even in that moment, you, you were flexing. Yeah. Even in that moment of like near death experience, I was just like, wait, what? You were tempted to give her what? a lecture on I was like toned. <laughs> Let's talk about this. And I was like, shut up and just sit there and get the injection and feel better. <laughs> I feel like this could be a regular spot. We could have like the weekly, like pet peeve of the week or like, pet peeve how, of the yeah, week. All, we just catalog all the times people like have one of these comments. And then and, I had a weird, yeah. like kind of thought, well, as much as I could think. I was like, so in her mind, she was paying me a compliment, which is sweet. Yeah. But I like, assume, unless she said it in a nasty, like, whoa, you're toned. Well, it was, like, it, it was kind of thing, like, she, she kind of stepped back, like, what the hell? Cause I was also kind of warm. I had, well, for me, I had a fever. I hit 98 degrees. Oh my God. And you're, I run cold. Normal people temperature. So like so my veins were out and, and like, I don't know. She just, because she kind of looked like, oh my God, what is that? I've got to put a needle in that. Relax. And then she's right, like, like, oh, you're really toned. And I'm yeah. like, is that a compliment? Or are you just looking at my arm freaking out right now? I mean, maybe she was also worried that like it would hurt more would or something. bend the needle. Right? When she was like, she's you need to relax. To yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, it's true. When people are trying to pay you a compliment, you know, obviously you don't want to lecture them on their poor choice of words like tone but the interesting thing so it just it just made me think when i was saying bending the needle i have like the contraceptive implant in my arm and they used to put it like on the inside of your bicep alarmingly the last time i went to have it done when she went to stick it in the back oh. of my arm and she was like i was like what are you, where, why is it going there and she was like well we learned that actually you're so close to some major nerve or something on the inside of your bicep and i was like Oh, oh, good to but know. <laughs> when I first had it done, I wasn't like working out regularly. And then I started CrossFit because they were in there for like three years, I think. This one could be five. But yeah. when they first went in, it was like three years. So about a year into having it put in, I started doing CrossFit and like really hitting it hard. And then when I went oh. to get it changed, I did CrossFitted for two years. Obviously built some muscle mass, got stronger, did things with my arms that I wasn't usually doing. She goes to like, pull it out which is usually like they give you local anesthetic they do a little slit and then they i guess pince it out with some tweezers or something okay (laughs) and she's like yeah this will just take a second and like it's weird obviously with local anesthetic you don't feel any pain but you can feel the yanking and the moving yeah yeah, for sure she's like tugging away and tugging away did your muscle grow around it or something it bent it so oh, rather than it just wow. being a straight stick that she could pull out. Your muscle like, actually Yeah, like the shape. stick was bent. <laughs> and she was like, I've never seen that before. And I was like, okay. Sorry, I'm just thinking that like brings to mind, I don't know, you, like when you walk around the neighborhood and you see like uh, power lines where like a tree has grown around them. Yeah. And so sometimes they like cut down the tree, but like there's a chunk of wood still around the line because it's just like it grew through it kind of like around it. Yeah, can you imagine? You would do that with an implant body with your just muscles. grew around this thing and then just Ew. swallowed it up forevermore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Beware of growing your muscles, folks, if uh, if you've got <laughs> surgical implants. Well, I think they put it in a place now where it would be pretty hard. Yeah. Well, I you- don't know. I mean, triceps and biceps, I feel like there's not a whole lot of space around there to... Okay, now I'm mildly freaked out. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> Freaking myself out like with my own implant. Cool. <laughs> Okay, so um, recognition. Why did we decide to call this recognition? Um, well, it kind of came about after, you know, we've told you about our journeys and, you know, Rachel's losing weight. I'm kind of staying the same, <laughs> trying to build muscle mass. I got a little heavier. Hannah got a has lighter, maintained very similar mass. body composition for like years, years, which is shocking. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> which, yeah, I've pretty much been... I've got a little bit more muscle mass, but I've been about the same weight for yeah. for years, 
pretty much the same body fat percentage, like being a little leaner, but never gone much above like 16% body fat for four or five years. Yeah. Um, Rachel's obviously dropping body fat. And the other day she had a couple of comments and yeah, people are I, starting to notice. And I got to thinking about like, huh, you're getting to that stage where it's being recognized. Yeah. And then I was like, I wonder, and that's cool. Cause like when you're working hard at something, it's always nice to have people notice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, it definitely, and it helps but it, when you're having like a bad week and then you're like, Oh, okay. Well, it got me thinking about like the importance of doing something for you and not just to be like, to have people comment on it because at some point, you know, especially now that you're people are around the gym a lot more, so they see you a lot more. Yeah. It's not going to be so much like the journey from here might not be so much of like a, oh gosh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might be, but yeah. it will, it, it slows down. And I was like, wow, does anybody notice anything about me anymore? Do I need recognition? Do I need compliments? Or am I just at the point where if somebody says something nice, cool, but yeah. I don't need that to kind of keep going. Yeah. So, so it's recognition. I mean, it's also like, yeah, like kind of motivation, right? Like. Tell me about these comments. You had, well, you yeah. started off with two and then you got a third yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And I how mean, they differed. Last and, week was a big week for people and, uh, commenting. Like, how important it is for you to have people notice stuff or are you just like, I don't care if no one notices because this is my journey. It's yeah. about me. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think, yeah, we, we talked about when we did the, talked about the open, the CrossFit open on the podcast, I had mentioned, yeah, like the, the first week of the open, I got some comments when it was that workout that had lots of wall walks. Um, so it was the first time, you know, I've been like moving around upside down on my hands and, and got some, you know, people noticing like, whoa, like your shoulders look really strong. Like people, and, but that was also some people hadn't seen me in a year probably, mm-hmm. right? Like before the pandemic when the gym shut down. So, um, yeah, but in the last week, I guess I've also kind of, you know, seen some folks I've been going to the gym more and I got, two comments the same morning. So I was in doing my training. Um, and one, a friend of you know mine that I've known for years, uh, kind of dropped his barbell in the middle of something and was just like, Rachel, like you're getting skinny. <laughs> and I was like, and that's totally like his, like that, that made sense that that, that would be the way like he would cons- say it, you know, that's just the attitude. Like, just out oh. of interest. When you heard the word skinny, were you like, whoo, yeah. Even though you know that's the way you speak. So were you like, that's not what I'm aiming for. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, that's what I was like, skinny. Like, because, I mean, come on. Like, in, yes, I am I am doing great on this journey. Like, I'm changing my body composition. But at no point in my entire life have I ever been skinny. Like, with, right, like, when, when someone says the word skinny, I think of Kate Moss, that heroin chic kind of. Yeah. 80s 90s ideal that we talked about you know we've talked about before um I have always been big boned so like even though I am (laughs) losing weight and changing my body composition like I don't think anyone would look at me and be like whoa skinny chick (laughs) like that's just so you know I that that's what stuck out to me of that but at the same time this is someone you know who I've known for years that is noticing that I'm I'm changing right Mm -hmm. so so it was still a compliment um you know he he also had you know has gone through phases where he's like dialed in his nutrition and he's one of those I feel like guys have this more than women where like they just give up drinking and like weight drops off magically <laughs> like I don't even when I'm drinking a lot and then go to like drinking nothing I don't feel like I noticed quite a big difference magical like when like, I've done my 30 sense. days of like not drinking yeah then I maybe like food doesn't change a whole hell of a lot maybe a little bit but like the biggest change is the drinking yeah. and that can like drop me like four pounds in a oh, month. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Now I you mean, sound like an maybe, alcoholic. Maybe, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> I don't even drink that much. Maybe I don't drink enough in the times <laughs> that I can, I can see the difference when I stop drinking. But, but, but yeah, so I mean, it was interesting coming from him because, I, and he is someone who, uh, yeah, has focused on his own weight. And I think he often uses like, he calls himself fat sometimes mm-hmm. or rather than like using other language. So it made sense from him, like fat skinny was sort of that dichotomy um, that, that, yeah, I recognize. So it was like, cool. Okay. Someone noticed. Um, then not like 30 minutes later or something, um, 
one of the the physical therapists who sees private clients at the gym sort of came over to like grab a strap or something next to where I was working out. And he, he just said, he's like, Rachel, he's like, are you, have you been leaning out? And I was like, oh yeah, like I have, right? Like, and so that language, like, have you been leaning out? Like rather than you're getting skinny, what struck me about that was, you know, are you leaning out means a, he didn't say, are you getting toned? Right. I mean, obviously this is a <laughs> professional. He knows, he knows what, um, but leaning out felt more accurate, right? Like that's what I'm actually trying to do is change my body composition, um, stay strong, build some muscle while losing fat. Um, and it also felt like that was like more of a compliment because I feel like he was recognizing the work, right? Like, are mm-hmm. you leaning out means like you are actively doing something, right? So I felt kind of proud, I guess. Like that, that one made me feel more proud than, than being called skinny. Happy and proud. Yeah, exactly, right? Because it's like, oh, that was someone who noticed and acknowledged the work. Um, and not that, I, I'm not saying either of them meant you know, better, it was you know, better intentions than the other or something. I think it's just interesting the way people choose different language. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the following week, uh, you'll love this one because this, this was actually a compliment about you. <laughs> so <laughs> I was doing, um, I think I was, I was on the rings and I was doing kind of these like standing, uh, like flies where you kind of just, I don't know, the rings out, you're just sort of pulling yourself up. It's like a wide ring row type thing. Um, and there were some folks working out behind me and, uh, a a mutual friend of ours came up to me later and was like, oh my gosh, you looked so strong doing that ring work. Um, your, your back totally looks like Hannah's. And I was (laughs) like, oh, I was like, that's a cool compliment. Cause like, for those of you podcasters who haven't seen or podcast listeners who haven't seen pictures of Hannah's back, it is very impressive. (laughs) Um, so that was kind of cool too, right? Because then that was someone noticing I've been doing some work, but then comparing it to someone, you, that obviously she also looks up to and like notices how strong you look. So, you know, she was paying me a compliment by comparing me to someone who is also like a badass. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool. And actually her, her comment was interesting because she said, um, she said something, she said, so, you know, sometimes I bet you look in the mirror and maybe you think you look like, like, like me. And she referenced her arm, mm-hmm. um, which is right. Like she, she, she is a strong, she is a strong athlete, but I, I got from that, that sort of, she thinks her arm doesn't look strong, that it just mm-hmm. looks big or something, you know, she was like, but I thought that was interesting that she kind of threw in that, which is, you know, you might look some, look at yourself sometimes and think you maybe look like me or something, but you looked like Hannah. And I was like, that was also super interesting because she was right, right? Like I sometimes look in the mirror and think, I know I'm strong, but sometimes my arm just looks big rather than muscular, you know, or, mm-hmm. um, defined, defined, not toned, not toned. <laughs> it's defined. Um, if we're going to emphasize yeah. our language, muscle definition, <laughs> but it's true. So I thought that was interesting too, that like she kind of tacked on this other thing that made me think of like, Oh yeah, like we, we all have such different perceptions when we look at ourselves. So it's like those progress photos. It's really useful to hear somebody else's take on, on what's happening. So. And then, so like, once you told me about, well, I, when you first mentioned this, you only had like the first two, you hadn't heard about the, the third person. Thank you for, <laughs> for the roundabout compliment. Roundabout compliment she had us back. Um, and I was like, that's obviously my first reaction was like, oh, that's really awesome. Like, it's always nice to know that you've, you know, people go like, oh damn, look at you. And I was like, man, that would be nice. Like, I want someone to be like, oh man, look at you. Right. And then I was like. <laughs> Do people just, I got like momentarily like caught up in my own little, and I don't have a word for that. So I just, right. What is that moment? (laughs) And like, I was like, people think that I just wake up and like, I could eat whatever I want and it just, it all happens. And I'm like, this is hard work, hard work. And I want a compliment. And then I was like, get out of your own dang way, woman. I was like, (laughs) you, you do all the work that you do is for you. It's not for anybody else. It's not for because I want to look a certain way so that I can be like admired. That's not, I mean, it's nice, but it's not important. Like Mm -hmm. I do everything I do towards like eating well and working out and, you know, training hard so that I'm the happiest and healthiest I can be for me. 
not for anybody else. But interestingly, I don't know if it was the same day or later, the second compliment you had from the physical therapist guy. Mm -hmm. Later in the day, I was at the gym and uh, I was just filling up my water bottle and he kind of like appeared as he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he totally does. Hey. You're like, hey, there hey. you are. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you know, like you ladies really impressed me. And I was like, oh, like, who are you talking about? And he was like, well, you know, I was just saying to Rachel earlier that like she'd done some really great work leaning out. And he was like, just wanted to tell you that I also think that what you do is super impressive because I know how much work that takes. That's awesome. And I was like, yes! I right? tried to play it cool. I was playing You're it like, really totally cool. Like, cool. Oh, but cool. That's, yeah, that's yeah. an Appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. Appreciate it. And then like secretly after he kind of disappeared off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like little fist pumping, like, yeah, it's still nice to get a compliment. Right? Well, that's, I mean, that's awesome. Cause yeah. I, but right? I remember at like, I remember from an early age when being skinny was my goal. Right. And what I hadn't realized, like there was, cause I went to, a, I think I've said this before. I went to an all girl school where there's a lot of academic pressure and like yeah. an all girl environment when you're teenagers can be kind of scary toxic and hard. Yeah. yeah and there were i mean like eating disorders were rife in our school like it, it was alarming and there was like yeah. absolutely nothing done about it to like address the problem behind it but there were a couple of girls that like one in my year one that i remember being i think she was the year above me and i would look at them and just assume that they were just natural born like skinny girls and i was yeah. like you're so lucky you just look like that you know Little did I know that they right. were both like suffering from eating disorders Massive eating disorders, and just, you know, putting a smile on their face and making it look all like, oh, this is how I woke up. And I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah. You, you, you don't wake up just looking like that. You yeah. like, you're suffering for that. So it was really interesting. Like here, when you, when you said like, and I, I, I know the person who referred to you as skinny and I totally know that that's just like language that that yeah, person would use. And it's not like saying you're actually skinny, but yeah. like. To think of the journey of once upon a time, skinny was the goal. That was the goal. Like at all costs. Like that's what I had to be to be happy. Of course, it doesn't actually make me happy. And now if somebody told me I looked skinny, like somebody who actually like was using the word as it really means, not just as a kind of throwaway word, (laughs) I would be horrified. Yeah. I would be like, Oh man, that's that's not my goal. Yeah, like wait a minute, let me explain to you. Like, <laughs> no way, I don't, I don't want to be skinny. Uh uh-uh. uh. So yeah, I I mean it's so. I guess that's what it is. Like, I think what what we both described is like whenever people comment on our body at all now, um, rather than just like taking the compliment or like I don't know, like I, I feel like it makes I overthink everything now. <laughs> But then as a coach, I'm also, you're always walking that fine line in terms of like this whole recognition thing. When you see somebody who has been putting in a lot of work and regardless of whether they've made really swift progress or if it's been like months and months and months, the the language you use is so key. It matters. Yeah. Because like if you just like, oh my God, you look so great now. Yeah. Then it basically says, yeah, you look like shit before. Yeah. And your appearance is all that matters, yeah. right? Like what you look like is all that matters. And you're right. I mean, like receiving a compliment that implies that that person understands that there's a lot of work going into what you're doing. Like it did. It totally feels so different. I mean, when the, when the PT guy that we'd mentioned, like said, I, I understand the work that yeah. goes in. That to me was a far greater compliment. Absolutely. Than if he'd said, oh, wow, you got a great body fat percentage right, right now. Like, I can really so see those mean. striations sticking out. God, your veins look great today. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be such a weird compliment. Uh, that would be a weird compliment. Like, I, uh, yeah. I mean, not to say, because, like, in a way, if you were to say, like, wow, your veins are really popping today, that does also imply that you've been putting in a lot of work because it is hard to make your veins pop. Like, that's that's maintaining a really low body and fat I think, percentage. I think and, commenting on like an appreciation for the work that somebody's put in yeah means that like because because we're all different we've discussed this many times like if you and i followed the exact same diet plan how our bodies responded to it would be entirely different like how yeah, much weight absolutely. we might be able to lose how much muscle mass we yeah. might be able to gain it's going to be entirely different so somebody person a and person b like person a 
might be putting in actually like a little less work, but just the results are faster because of the yeah. chemical oh, yeah. biological makeup. Yeah, exactly. Person B might be like putting in all of the work, but like what it is actually being shown on the outside just takes like a lot yeah. longer for it to appear. So I, I always like when people like appreciate the work rather than just yeah the look. Yeah. Or like exactly. if it was like if I was coaching an Olympic lift and somebody got like I, I almost appreciate somebody tweaking a tiny bit of technique and succeeding than just like throwing in a, a new bigger number because like yeah. it's like a real sign of like the work being put in to tweak tiny little bits that sometimes can be super frustrating to keep having to work on just a really small element, but that's going to lead to the big goal in the end. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's interesting too, like even just having this conversation in my own mind, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of times where I've complimented someone recently. And I think like, you know, I want to be careful with the language I use more because I feel like, right, like I'm, I'm certainly, I'm sure guilty of, of, giving paying people compliments that maybe downplay the work that went into it and and play up a bit too much maybe the way the person looks because it's true like we're used to i think as women too we're just used to that right mm-hmm. like like losing weight and gaining weight is like assumed to be like a a value of like almost all women like it's like something apparently all of us just spend our lives thinking about and that's sad in some ways right that like but i mean for a lot of women absolutely that's like the best thing you can say to a woman is like oh my gosh have you lost weight right like that's like and even like when sometimes when it's even not true i feel like people like will will say that to people they haven't seen in a while because it's assumed that that's like the nicest thing you can say to someone yeah that's weird right like Mm -hmm. and like when you say to somebody particularly females oh you've lost looks like you've lost weight then immediately their thoughts go to the number on my scale has gotten smaller right right which if we're talking in terms of body composition might (laughs) not necessarily be that true i have learned that very we both learned that in the last couple weeks actually (laughs) with uh yeah feeling that the the weight the scale weight is actually not moving at least for me hasn't been moving in the direction i would like it to and, uh, but yeah. has body fat been moving in the direction? Like it, it has. I so needed, like yeah. every time you yeah. get a new in body scan and like we, I was feeling too rough on Saturday to be like, Oh, how, how did that in body scan look? Oh yeah. You recently <laughs> just took one and you were like, Oh that's my God. Right. Oh. You, were, you were dying inside you, your own yeah, brain. You, so usually right. <laughs> I would be like, Oh, let me see. Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, what, what you numbers? I don't want to look at numbers, but like, the more you see progress in the form of like body fat and body composition changes over and above like a big swing in the scale, do you feel better about it? Yeah. I mean, I definitely... Have you, are, you, are you able to like move all of your placing value and seeing the scale drop away? I mean, there probably is still some... Like, yeah. I want to see it move. It's still hard because like I, you know, I'll, I'll just give, give our listeners some context. So I basically... Because of the CrossFit Open, um, I was doing like a cut and I was seeing, you know, decent, like appropriately slow progress where I've, you know, I've kind of been averaging like three quarters of a pound to a pound a month since the beginning of this journey, which is super slow, but hopefully that means it's sustainable. Um, So with the Open coming up, I was kind of like, hey, I... I'm going to be doing some more intense workouts, not like every day of the week, but at least one day a week. And I was like, can I like, should I have some more carbs? Should I be changing my diet? And so we basically said, okay, we're going to do like a cut, like a break, take a break from the cut. Um, and I started carb cycling. So like a little bit higher carbs and lower fat on the days that I was training. Um, and, and that felt great, right? Like that helped me feel good in the gym, which was exactly the reason to do it. Um, but all my progress basically stopped. Well, the progress of seeing the scale go down in that way seemed to stop, right? Like I I had gotten down to about one, I was seeing like 152-ish on the scale, 152. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I was back up to like 154, 155. And, and staying there for like, it's been like f- at least four weeks. So like, right, that would normally be if I was still making that nice slow progress, 
in that way, I, I, I should have been down to around 150 by now. Um, so I was like, oh man, like I'm, am I doing something wrong? Did I, did I mess up my progress by, by wanting to eat more during the open, which, you know, I'm like rolling my eyes at myself. Like and that like, is so an inappropriate question. Like I was fueling my body appropriately for what I needed to do. But the reality do. is how, how much more were you actually eating? It, I In mean, it was not like much. Calories. Think, uh, yeah, it was probably 200 more calories right. of carbs. I mean, yeah, like I was, I was not even back up to what my maintenance calories were at the beginning of all this. Like, so yeah, it was not much. So I was also, you know, but that's the the power of like trying to get over our body image, like, like ingrained mindset is that right? Like I. I was still struggling with the assumption that X, Y, or Z should be happening because I'm doing this. Um, so yeah, so last week I decided, I was like, okay, I need another in-body scan because I need more data, right? Like that's, I've always, that's always, the data nerd in me is always like, you need just get more information. Um, and the in-body scan is a great way to do that. So sure enough, um, yeah, I was back up to 155.5 is what the in-body weighed me at. But my body fat percentage was down almost two full percentage points. Mm-hmm. And I had gained like two pounds of lean mass. So what was happening with those extra calories was apparently my body was repairing itself very well and building new muscle. Um, so that was good new information. But like your response... The one thing I remember that day was like, you looked at your thing and went, oh no. And well, I was like, uh-oh, I want to respond, but I can't. But like, uh-oh. So where did that initial response come from? Was that purely based on like the scale said 155 instead of 150? Right. Even though not long before, because she was about to do a variation of like half Murph in the class, We've been talking about like pull-up capacity yeah. and stuff yeah. that has radically the, the improved. Oh no, was yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I shouldn't have reacted that way, but again, that's like also ingrained, like the way it's like, oh no, like I was like, this is a good podcast I, moment. Exactly. I'm I was like, like, Ooh, I am like, I am, I am a series of teachable moments, y'all, because I, I react, I react opposite the way I know I should. Like, right, like. But did um, as soon as you said, oh no, because like. I was immediately like, hmm? uh-oh, <laughs> like what's yeah? What? Did you catch yourself saying that and kind of like, oh goodness, what silly me? I like didn't. I know this, or were you just like, did you need to have a moment? And then like, how did you talk yourself down from like that, the silly response? Yeah, to yeah. being more rational about. It? I think it was more, um, yeah. So the quick conversation in my head was like, oh no, but it's good to build muscle, right? Like I, and I have, I've been doing a strength cycle in my programming. Like I do want to get stronger. I want to keep getting stronger. So like that quick conversation was like, oh no, slash building muscle is good. This should make you happy. But I was definitely worried. I mean, yesterday was the day where I did kipping pull-ups with a weight vest for the first time ever. Like I did not know how my shoulders were going to feel, how that was going to go. And part of my goal of changing my body composition is definitely like strength to weight ratio, like Mm -hmm. mastering my own body weight for primarily gymnastics skills, right? Um, And I was like, you know, pull-ups are one of those things where like you gain a pound or two, that affects your strict pull-up so dramatically, right? Like, especially when you're early on in that, when when you just have like one to three strict pull-ups, I mean throughout the week, if you gain or lose even like some water weight, that can make such a difference with pull-ups. So I was worried. I was like, oh man, I'm going to put on this weight vest. Is, am I going to hurt myself? Are my shoulders going to be able to handle it? And so what completed the, the conversation in my head was doing that workout and being fine. <laughs> and having Hannah once again <laughs> uh, look at me at the end of it and say, you can do more. <laughs> so let's remember that next time. <laughs> um, yes, yes. So I think, again, and this is what I, this is how I will hopefully get out of that cycle of, of bad self-talk is like, I've always said, I want to be judged by what I can do. Like that's the recognition I want to give myself um, rather than the number on the scale or hitting some 
fantasy number that's in my head. Um, so being able to do, I think I did like 65 pull-ups with a weight vest yesterday in, in small sets. I mean, by no means unbroken or anything, but that, that really helped my mindset mm -hmm. <laughs> of knowing. So and like now Hannah's going to make me do more <laughs> next time. So what I'm intrigued by is like, if that in-body scanner wasn't there, and you were just taking weight off of your bathroom scale oh, and it had yeah, gone from, you know, 152 or whatever to 155. How would you talk yourself off the ledge and not be like, I'm failing, it's all going wrong, when obviously that's not the case. Like, what would you use to be like, yeah. wait a minute, this is, this is silly because I'm working through this with a couple of clients right now who don't have access to an to body scanner yeah. and like whose weight isn't, changing super fast but they're reporting you know feeling great at the gym or yeah. sleeping really well or you know adding pull-up capacity or whatever it is like you know there's positive things but like that scale is still such a yeah driving factor like what would you do in that instance so i mean hopefully right like minus the in-body scan i would have still done that workout yesterday mm -hmm. so I'd like to think that doing those weighted pull-ups and feeling good um, maybe would have had the same effect on me, like like being able to focus, still having you know someone like you in the room saying, see, that wasn't so bad, and you did it, and you could do more, um, right? Like having that kind of feedback, I hope would have you know gotten me out of that that cycle. Um, but but I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd still be feeling really bad because I think. That's the guest we need to find for the podcast, the person who can magically tell us how to stop focusing on the scale weight. And I, right, I think one option is just not weighing yourself. Like only, like if you're working with a coach, like only do progress photos or measurements mm -hmm. rather than the scale weight at all. Um, and I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I, I could even try that for a while. <laughs> um, I mean, I think if yeah. you're somebody who you're like, your entire life's value is in what the bathroom scale tells yeah. you. And it can totally screw up your day, your yeah. week, your month. Throw the damn thing out. Yeah. Because it's not healthy. And I feel like last week I was I was almost getting to that point where I was like, if if I were my own coach, <laughs> I might recommend like no more weigh-ins for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's hard. It's like I think it's like totally the title of this podcast, recognition. Like you gotta find like every time yeah. you go through that moment where you're like, ah, I failed or yeah. I'm failing or I'm doing it wrong. Like that's hearing you say like, I'm doing it wrong. Like how can you be doing yeah, it wrong? Yeah, did I mess it up? And it's like, like mess what mess up? Like what up, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you just did something really cool at the gym for the first time. Yeah, you really screwed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, I know. And it's like. <laughs> but like being able to, if you have a moment of self-doubt or just like, I'm failing, I'm not doing the right thing, I'm screwing it up, then it's time to like catch that. Cause it's not going to magically disappear. Like if that's a mindset, you've got to catch it, be very aware of it and then like do something to counteract it. So you yeah. got to recognize something good. And yeah. like, if you're so far down the mindset of everything, you know, that scale is everything. Then it's going to be really tough. It's going to take some like serious soul searching maybe to look at look in the mirror and go, okay, yeah. What can I recognize about this journey so far or about what I can do or it's just like something that's going to make me feel good and just practice that yeah. over and you, over. This is, now, here's a coach question for you because I'm right. I mean, I feel like in many ways, this is your burden. I mean, and privilege, I guess, as people's coach is like it's they probably look to you to help them figure that out. Right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, they you are the recognition that they are probably listening to, hopefully listening to the most. Um, and you know, I, I, I like my nutrition coach, but I also do a very limited coaching. Like mm -hmm. I don't interact with my coach nearly as much as if I were, you know, like had a, a full, it's like a condensed kind of version of nutrition coaching. Um, but I think, you know, it's as a coach, are there other things that you have your clients do to help with that? Cause I feel like, I think it makes me think of, um, in, in a lot of, um, I don't know, I guess it's life coaching kind of things, like having people do a gratitude journal, right? Like, like it's been scientifically proven that like if you get up every morning and write down three things you're grateful for, you like have better a better day, 
right? You are, yeah. you're, you're calmer, you're, you know, you're, you're happier and it's just expressing gratitude. And I'm like, I should probably do that with my body, right? If I wake up and I look at the scale number, can I then like think of three things that I love about my body or something to, to counteract that? Or like, do you have clients do stuff like yeah, that? Yeah. I mean, like, especially, I mean, it depends depends on the person and like females tend to respond better to this like guys are so much more matter of fact about it all they're far <laughs> less emotionally connected with this mm-hmm. in general that's not like a sweeping statement across the board like guys are just right work to right. the numbers and you know if you if you miss the weight that you wanted to hit at the end of the week whatever next week what how, how many male clients do you have versus female i would say like i'm 80 percent female yeah okay because i also assume that women are primarily out there in the world of nutrition coaching and stuff it's probably women that yeah for that more than men. definitely and like it's because it's just women have fed so many confusing yeah. messages yeah. and like we're we're brought up we're, to we're a way, more yeah. complicated species um because of like all sorts of hormone yeah. influences and all yeah. the rest of it so and we're generally more emotional about things mm-hmm. and emotions mm-hmm. and food kind of hand in hand yeah but if if i have somebody who's and don't get me wrong, I have females that are very matter-of-fact, too. You give them a set of numbers, and they just go, okay, cool, yeah, dial it yeah, in, exactly. <laughs> cool, done, next. Yeah. Um, I will always try and work on not just, like, at the same time, like, physical stuff and mental stuff. And, like, I make sure that everybody, like, if someone's having a rough period, like, if, if they were having a really tough time with a scale, get rid of it. Like, yeah. let's, just, let's just put that to one side. But find something, like even one thing, and we start small, like, so you cannot freaking fail. One thing that you really like or love about yourself. I don't care if that's your eyes, your eyelashes, your toenails, (laughs) your hair. Like, I don't care what it is. Yeah. Maybe it's the length of your little finger or something stupid like that. It's like, (laughs) but yeah, have something. Have something. Absolutely. That if you're like having this bad day where you think you've failed and you're just all going to shit. That you have to practice going, I really like my eyes. Yeah. They're really great. They're awesome. Yeah. And it sounds so silly, but it's like people, like you said, people turn to nutrition coaches or any kind of coaches really. Yeah. When you're struggling and kind of want to just offload and go, give me the solution. Yeah. And in the short term, yeah, it would be really nice to just go here, here's your fix. But that's not helping anybody right that's like me being a doctor and just going hey have some medication bye right it's like okay we can change a few things here but it's about going back to that this is work and like as a coach your job is to guide that work in the right direction but in order for it to actually come to fruition and get that person to be where they want to be or to adjust their sights to something that is reasonable for them to be in a great space it's all about you helping somebody figure that stuff out. Yeah. It's not like on me to go, here's the answers. Good luck. Because that is a temporary fix. Yeah. And what we're trying to look for is lifestyle changes where you learn to be able to like work through these moments, like recognize your own work and appreciate yourself for, for doing the work, no matter how big or small. And also being able to like, have people realize that life is difficult. Life is complicated. And sometimes you have plenty of time to prepare your food and go to your gym and (laughs) turn off your device an hour before you go to bed and do all those things that are glorious. Do people do that? Is that possible? I don't think it's possible to not be on your phone in bed until you go to sleep. (laughs) I I beg to differ. (laughs) I beg to differ. Um, But it's like the work is it's it's a lifetime of work, right? Because every yeah. time you go through a different phase of life, um, maybe you just had a kid and your body just changed and your world just changed and your priorities just changed. So like your recognition of your own self kind of has to change and your appreciation for where you're at and what you can do and what is realistic needs to change. And like, it's constant, we're in a constant state of flux. It's not like if you set a, a goal and that's why goals can be a bit, so, so like you could set a goal, like you could say like 145 pounds on that scale That's the number and my have. life is complete. <laughs> but then if like, that's it. And there's no accounting for like anything else going on in life, or maybe 
you got insanely strong and if you went to 145 you'd be weak as a kitten right <laughs> then you kind of get to that number and then you like fall off the cliff it's like what yeah like there's no there's not really like short-term fixes that are, are good it's like looking at like how do i create a long lasting lifestyle to be adaptable to understand myself to understand how i work to appreciate you know what what if we're talking about like nutrition and body composition to appreciate like what that scale weight really means yeah and like when when you can kind of go like yeah okay cool and when like a erroneous reading doesn't mean you actually gain five pounds overnight it's yeah. all fine yeah and to just understand like there's so many factors that go into your body composition, what you look like, whether you wake up with zits all over your face or not, like <laughs> whether you're puffed up and bloated or have one of those random times where you just pee out half your body weight and go, oh, damn, I'm feeling bad. <laughs> I've lost two pounds overnight. Yeah. And I think like a big part of my job, I feel, is helping people to like not take any one of these little factors too seriously. Yeah. Because... It's, it's all super important, like building a healthy lifestyle, building a healthy relationship with food and exercise. That's overall super important. But like, there's also life balance, which is really important. And, and like being able to recognize your own work is like the most important thing. And know yeah. like when it's okay to be like, you know what? I just need to take some time out and have some fun. And yeah, yeah do all the things that I don't usually do. And that's also progress. It's not going backwards. That is actually progress being able to go unplug. Just like we were talking about when we went to mammoth, being able to go like, you know what? This is, this is totally I'm going to unplug from all of this stuff and being able to do that. And then step back into doing like your usual routine, being healthy and or whatever, and not getting all hung up on like, I just ruined my life. Yeah. And undid everything. No, you didn't. You We went away for a weekend. Like, yeah, it was three days. And the mental recharge is just as valuable as like months of putting in like all of this hard work and yeah. plugging in food every day and using a food scale and like sticking with a routine of exercise. It's like, it's all like progress. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. And I think people like fall into that trap of like, if I'm not perfect, if the weight is not constantly falling off of me, yeah. then it's, it's failure. It's like, yeah. no, it's not. Cause that's what I got into. Right. It's like, I, from September through now, like I was, you, I, I had the graph, right. And I could see like, yeah, I understand my weight fluctuates day to day in a week, but weekly average, like I was seeing this downward slope at a nice slow pace that felt achievable and sustainable. And even with all those facts, like I still struggle, you know, with the mindset when that changes, but it's true. It's like, that's not going to continue indefinitely because die. I would die. <laughs> like, right. Like, so, it, so it doesn't even make sense to like think that mm-hmm. that's going to keep up. Um, and I think that's also like, that's something that I always need to remind myself as I am closer to achieving certain goals or just seeing where this journey plays out is like, my ultimate goal is actually getting to the point where maintenance is the goal. Right? Where I'm actually not looking to lose weight or change my body composition. And actually, Jeff, my partner, asked me that just the other day. It was like, so what is like, what is like the end goal? Like, how, does this just go on for the rest of your life? And I was like, well, actually, no. I mean, sounds like episode eventually, nine. Eventually, I want to, um, I mean, actually be like you. Like where for, for years, you know, you've, you've maintained basically the same body composition there are times when you're strict on your food. There are times when you're absolutely not for months and months and it doesn't, it, nothing dramatic or crazy happens, right? Like that, that to me is such a great, that's really a great goal, right? Getting to a point where you can, you know, ebb and flow between paying really close attention, not paying close attention. Um, yeah, I mean, like that to me is like freedom and maintenance, right? Of just, yeah, kind of being a place where, yeah, you kind of settle in and, and you're content. Um, and so, yeah, so I feel like I'm, I'm trying to negotiate my relationship with that scale. And the more we talk, the more I'm like, I think maybe I should just stop weighing myself for maybe. a few weeks. <laughs> like, 
Just maybe, maybe like until yeah. the end of Murph, put it away. Because yeah, like, maybe. Like, like, yeah, give it If like there a was ever an without... aha moment, like in the gym on Saturday, and I, I'm kind of bummed that I wasn't like my usual self because of the, the damn migraine. <laughs> Because I would have been hype woman galore. That's part of your journey but, too, though. It's okay. You, you can't be hype woman all the time. But Like, <laughs> well, I'd laid out Murph. Google it. It's like this crazy-ass workout. Mile run, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, a mile run, wearing a weight vest. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a it's, definitely a CrossFit benchmark. It's something that's done on Memorial Day. Yeah, so every day on Memorial Day is generally, but... People so it's, it. it's a big ass workout yeah. and right around now you need to kind of start thinking about it and because yeah. the likelihood is you haven't done a whole hell of a lot of volume pull-ups and push-ups wearing a weight vest and even running with a weight vest. Even running with like, a weight vest is a weird. You can't yeah, expand you your lungs to, as well and yeah. so it's it it's generally a good idea to start putting in a bit of work and building up your capacity and not just shredding your shoulders because one yeah. workout. <laughs> yeah, Murph injures a lot of people year to year. But um, so like on Saturday I had written... Like a half of Murph, but like broken up in a way that you wouldn't usually break it up. So it's kind of like a mind trick that it, it doesn't totally, yeah. really seem you like us it. all. We were all like at the end doing math. Like we weren't sure what we'd actually done. Yeah, like it was it was this exact equivalent of half Murph, but just sold and packaged in a different yeah. way. Like, weird, not really. And like you came in. And I was actually thinking of you. There were a few people in class, but I was like, I'm really interested to see how Rachel approaches this. Um, because you have a very strong <laughs> self-preservation um, <laughs> thing, I, yeah, unlike yeah, me, who's like it's send an, it. It's true. I like I, you. Are, instincts, you're very cautious. Yeah, I'm and very cautious. That's yeah. you know somewhere in between us is probably the smart place to be. <laughs> um, but like I'm always kind of thinking, especially recently, I was like, you know, you've you've ditched some body weight, so mm-hmm. the pull-ups. You've been talking about your strict pull-up capacity, so I'm like. There really is no reason, like I'll watch people do a couple of warm-up pull-ups. There's no reason why you shouldn't attack this with the weight vest as long as things, you know, nothing feels yeah. like, oh, yeah. that's bad. Yeah. Um, And then you got your own little whiteboard and you half the I half. chopped it up again. <laughs> I and did. I was like. I did even smaller sets. <laughs> I was like, initially, my I thought was to be like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'd rather you do it and get through half of it, but as written than yeah. to like sell yourself the narrative that that's, that's going to be beyond what I'm capable of. Like, yeah. again, that word recognition, like learning to recognize like what is, what is my real potential here? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I'll let her run with it. And then by the end of the workout, I gave him a 30 minute time cap you had actually exceeded expectations. Your shoulders hadn't dislocated or ripped off or fallen apart or anything. And That's true. <laughs> they had not. <laughs> and you were just fine. I mean, sure, maybe like a little sore in places that you haven't yeah, been sore yeah, for I've a while. Yeah, I've got some new soreness today. Yeah, that's but... a you know, reasonable quantity of pull-ups to do with extra weight put back on your body. Yeah. But like nothing bad happened, right? Yeah, nothing. Like the opposite. Like I, I felt fine i felt great afterwards I, so yeah having kind of put two and two together and maybe come at four being fuzzy headed <laughs> from your response from your in-body scan i'm like oof she's kind of pissed about something to do with that but then yeah going oh look i actually excelled in something that i previously had a narrative that oh i should probably hold back or i might really myself or i don't know to, if i can really yeah. do this is it going to be comfortable? Hell no, it's not going to be comfortable. Nobody is comfortable yeah, during no, that nobody workout. Nobody is happy during work. But it's but not it's... like you've got to stop uncomfortable. It's just like, don't panic. Keep breathing. Get up there and do one more rep. Yeah. And what I saw in there was like, okay, we started off with a bit of like a, oh, that's not what I wanted to see. And we ended with like, but shit, look what I just did. And like that like thinking of that moment is definitely something you can use the next time you're like, Oh, I fucked it all up. Yeah. Excuse yeah, my language. Exactly. exactly. To be like, to, to kind of freeze frame those moments, put them in your pocket. So that's what you have to use to be like, hang on, having a moment, yeah. catch the moment. Yeah. It's going to happen. Cause you can't just turn that shit off. And honestly, we all have them. You'll always have them. Yeah. Cause like, we're just, wired to like feel we have to constantly be making this progress yeah and actually progress doesn't always have to be like 
a scale moving or a right. weight yeah, increasing exactly. or whatever. Yeah. But like freeze frame those moments and use them to be like, oh shit. It's true. Actually. I feel like on... Did it matter um, one iota that the scale weighed three pounds more, three, four pounds more than you were hoping for? No. No, it didn't. I mean, Busted yeah. out way more yeah. moves than And you it was you yet did. another example where I feel like we've, we've, this comes up in almost every episode or whenever we just have conversations of like, this is the importance of focusing on what your body can do rather than what your body looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, like that was... I was, I was, I was a moment where I was like, yep, I'm falling into that trap. But then actual, like, you know, what my body can do is what will pull me out of it. So, um, all right. I will file that away. File it I'm away. I'm also going to stop weighing myself. Mm-hmm. This will be a fun one. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll commit to this, to you and our podcast listeners. I am committing to, uh, ditching the scale for the month of May. So, um, and then like. I guess I might as well start now. We're not at May yet, but I'll wait after Murph. After Murph. Like, I won't go back to weighing myself till after Memorial Day. And if you start to think about like, oh, I should get on that scale, find that one thing. Just one thing that you're like, I really appreciate this. Or it doesn't even, like, even if you're that day looking in the the mirror and, you know, most days I wake up and I'm like, (laughs) oh my gosh, what is looking back at me? You can also (laughs) call on like a memory of like being told, that, you know, you're leaning out and that, you know, that's good work or whatever. Something that is like readily available that you cannot fail. So you're not endlessly searching for this one thing that makes you go, "Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. this is good. And just like, just drink it in. Let it like consume you. Yeah. And I might, I mean, I I might actually write it down, like kind of treat it like I do a, a one one line a day journal. Yeah, if you're a writer so downer, like, yeah, do it. Like, like I like to visualize rather than write something down. Yeah, I'm not a big journaler doesn't yeah. do much for me. I feel like I'm just going through motions. But yeah, I much rather like visualize a moment where somebody said something that I yeah. was like, oh, cool, or visualize like a lift that went really well and being like, yeah, I'm freaking strong to be able to pull that off or something. Yeah, but whatever works best. All right. I like it. That I like in. it. I've got homework now. Got homework. <laughs> <laughs> How did I end up with homework? You need homework. What are you going to do in the next month? <laughs> well, not trash myself. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go to a doctor. There you go. For migraines. Yes. You are going to continue the journey of figuring out <laughs> migraines. And um, yeah. Although I did want to remind you, of, I was thinking about this with compliments, um, that because it's true. It's like you were saying you are, you know, you maybe get fewer compliments like that because people know you this way. Like your body has, doesn't change Mm -hmm. visibly like to, to a lot of people. But, um, there are definitely so many times where I've heard people at the gym say how much they like watching you work out, like whether it's during the open or like even just tough workouts in a class where like, I think people, people definitely get inspired watching you work out. Oh, and like, right? Fuzzies. Like, I mean, uh, we have friends who have even like just posted it on their Instagram and like, I've forgotten how much I love watching Han- you know, Hannah work out. And I think it's because, right? Like you, because you've kind of achieved, at least maybe in other people's minds, obviously we all have our own ideas in our heads, but like you've kind of achieved your ideal body type, right? Like you're strong, you're, you're still constantly improving, but you know, you don't have a ton of weight to lose or you don't have, you know, thing, you know. And uh, so I think, you know, you're a great example of people, people look to you to see what you're capable of. And like, like, how fast is Hannah going to do this open workout? How much is Hannah going to like do this, this, this? Pressure. Yeah. Just well, <laughs> yeah. See, there you go. You're already like turning into something no. negative. What's, what's <laughs> cool is that when I was younger and I think this was maybe after I'd gotten over, well, superficially gotten over the eating disorder, mm-hmm. I'd like was kind of searching for like, I don't know what I want to look like. Cause I still couldn't just be me. It was like, I've yeah. got to be something yeah. else. But I actually, if I, if I don't want the thigh gap, what do I want? What do I want? <laughs> what do I need to look like next? And like, I did look to, like, I was definitely much more interested by like athletic looking people. Yeah. And I would just look at whatever athletes I could, you know, mm-hmm. lay my hands on and be like, Oh my God, that'd be so awesome to look like you. But I'm just not built like that. That's what I told myself. I'm yeah. just not built like that. I'm I'm never going to look like that because I didn't at the time. And sure, like 
will forever be wanting to tweak and change and like in the next 10 years i will not i will have more body fat on me and like you know when i turn 50 i'm not going to manage to like maintain super lean skin looking tight like forever more because that's just <laughs> i'm not a it's true scientific freak your knees will eventually knees get will saggy <laughs> And I will have to deal with that as long as they still work. I'll right, take it. Exactly. But like that narrative of like, I'm never going to be athletic looking because I wasn't born like that. It was the biggest crock of shit ever. Yeah. Because like if I had could have a window back then to look at now, I'd be like, what? Oh, yeah. And it's just like crafting a lifestyle. And like you pointed out, my... I mean, my commitment to exercise is there just because I love it. It's yeah. like, yeah. you know, I'm super busy human, but that is my time for me. It's like, yeah. it's might call it crazy to call like CrossFit style working out restorative because <laughs> it's kind of breaking well, you down. Yeah. But like mentally it is but restorative it's a mental, for me. Absolutely. It's, it's part of self-care and for athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Just finding a balance in what I eat. Like, you know, I just bought... I bought new shorts recently and I wore them over to show Rachel and like, I was like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should wear them. That's like, the, the thighs aren't looking perfect and I don't have a tan. And then I was like, Oh my God, shut up, shut up. You know, like the day after recovering from major migraine, I went in and did that same half Murph thing that I would have done with everybody yesterday. And yeah, I didn't put in all out effort. Cause I'm just, you know, a little nervous of jacking up my heart rate and thumping blood around my, my poor right, brain. Yeah, the migraine is still lurking. But so I could do it and you know, it was fun. Yeah. And so, and like, I haven't done weighted pull-ups in a hot second and they all felt fine. So it's like, that's cool. Yeah. Like, does it matter if my thighs don't look perfect? Uh uh-uh. uh. So this is like this new phase for me where I'm just sort of like, I still just like you will still kind of think about the scale. Maybe forever, maybe like not. But like for me, I will always go, oh, there's a dimple in my thigh. Good God. I know. And then, but at least now, rather than being like, oh, I should go change, cover it up, hide it. Now I'm just like, couldn't care. Yeah. Right? Like, wear wear the damn shorts. Wear the damn shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Because that dimple or two is not going to stop me from doing what I want to do in the gym. But if I try and get rid of it, that process is going to stop me from doing what I love to do because yeah. I would have to be starved. And I don't want, I'm not, yeah. not into that anymore. Yep. <laughs> Lesson of the week. I'm just not, not into, into that. starving just anymore. Not into starvation. Yeah, not, not into that. Yeah. That was, that's, that's long gone. Yep. So recognition, like you really got to have a strong personal yep. why. Yeah, I love I love that you just you, you flipped it into like we we I, we started we're talking about you know other people recognizing our work, but but you, you you're sneaky. Now you change it into recognizing these inner conversations that we have with ourselves and how to. But you see, like recognition from other people is great, yeah. and I think if you're about to give somebody else recognition, I do think like just taking a second to mm-hmm. think about your language, mm-hmm. so that you don't devalue somebody. Yeah. as they were and put all of their worth in what they look like. Yeah. Even though, as you pointed out, particularly females are like, if you tell, if like someone said, Oh my God, you've lost weight. You can't help it's, but go. Yay. Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. Why is that the best thing that people, that people can say to us? I'm actually <laughs> looking like, forward to the day when somebody says that and I'm offended by it. Yeah. I'd be like, dude, no, I am packing on. I'm <clears> in a bulking phase <throat> right now and I'm actually heavier. Like, but it's true. It's like women, they've like studied that. Like, I don't know what crazy pie percentage. It's like 90% of the times when you like compliment a, a woman's like, like something on their clothing, they'll, they'll tell you how much they paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, Oh my God, I love that sweatshirt. Oh my God. I got it on sale at Target. Right? It was only $20. Like, I why do, do we that. see that? We but like, literally we do Couldn't it all the time. Those. And I'm like, that's so strange. Like it's, it's like impossible just to say like, thank you. <laughs> so it's, it's important to recognize other people. And it's an, and it's a nice thing to be recognized yeah. by other people for, you know, the work that you put in. It's like, but like another piece of data. It's like progress photos. It's like it's using that phrase, like, yeah, you've obviously put in some great work, you know, yeah. you look healthy and awesome and strong and all the rest of it. It's not like, oh, you look yeah. skinny. Yeah. But like, yeah, like we should normalize that compliment. Like you look like you've been working hard. Mm-hmm. 
Like, that's a great compliment. Like, right? if like, somebody gives me that, it yeah. is so much more valuable than if somebody was like, oh, you look like you've lost some fat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be super weird, too. Yeah. Wow, you look like your body fat percentage has changed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, I shouldn't have bothered buying that in-body scanner. <laughs> but also, what's even more important is recognizing yourself. Like, yeah. and appreciating... Yep. The work that you are putting in. Mm-hmm. And like the work put that's being put in is more important than like what the bathroom scale says or, yeah. you know, like one little brief snapshot yeah. Yeah. is just that. Looking for the scale to give you recognition. It ain't going to do it. It's never going to do it because the scale. And if it does, recognize... you're probably on drugs yeah. and hallucinating. <laughs> yeah. That scale cannot recognize what you need it to recognize. <laughs> there we go. So... In like two or three episodes time, we'll get to check back in. Yeah, we'll check back in on ditching ditching the scale for... How ditching the scale works. Five weeks. All right. I'm just going to like put it in a closet, I think, too. Mm-hmm. If I leave it on the floor, I'll think about it more. So I'm just Yeah, put it, put it out it of sight. Yep. And then instead, when you go to like step on the scale, you can write your thing you appreciate about yourself. Yeah. Or recognize about yourself. I like it. There we go. Recognition. And with that, we're a legit podcast. We're a legit podcast. We have completed episode 10. We are real. But we're not going to stop here. If we've done 10, we can do 20. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to research some new statistics. I, I mean, how many of those 720,000 uh, get, like, what is what happens when and it's 20 episodes? So we've got how to, many we've got to like, to? whittle it down so we're in, like, the top 10 yeah, okay. That, people you should listen to on <laughs> iTunes. That's like it's like the our our body comp our podcasts body composition is <laughs> related <laughs> to other podcasts. Cool. Well, obviously, um, as ever, hopefully something in there was useful, interesting, inspiring, informative, helpful. I think that's enough <laughs> words to cover that. <laughs> Uh, I think Hannah's saying we, we want some recognition from, from y'all. Yeah. Drop a comment. Let us know. <laughs> and of course, if there's something that you want us to expand on or touch on that we haven't spoken about yet, hit us up in the DMs and we will get on it. But thank you for joining us for episode 10 when we came became legit. Okay.